morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we sit on the 22nd day of June, 2020, on a Monday. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Big J. Hello. Big J back after a very busy, but I'm sure uh, proud weekend. I want to get into the uh, the real uh, nitty-gritty of everything that you did around in the 7 o'clock hour this morning, but uh, fairly happy with the way everything was executed? Yeah, yeah. It went, went uh, better than expected. Perfect. That's how we like it. Uh, and uh, I'm sure I'm a little bit uh, surprised that you're not wearing the cowboy hat to work today, to be honest. Well, I got this new hat, uh, so... Uh from uh, from uh, Saturday night, we we did a live broadcast Wild West Brewfest, and there's a there's a restaurant there called the Chop Shop. I keep saying Chop House for some reason. Uh, that uh, that I, I love the hat; it's cool. And so, uh, yeah, I'll wear the cowboy hat in here. Don't worry. What Here's the problem with the cowboy hat: you can't wear headphones and wear the cowboy hat. Well, you can do this number, you know, and put them behind no, your head. No, not, no, not really. I but, saw how high up on your head the cowboy hat sits. You certainly could. Yeah, I don't know. That's not how these uh, headphones fit. So um, it's a, it was a real problem uh, that I had to solve during the uh, during the broadcast. I'll tell you that because normally I would have been wearing headphones. So right. But and what did you do? How did you solve it? Uh, I used my earbuds. There you go. See, it's that easy. Innovation, Big J. Yeah. Uh, in using earbuds as people have been doing for at least the last twenty years. Well, these were Bluetooth earbuds. Well, there so. you go. See? You know what you're doing. You can figure out a cowboy hat. Sure. If anybody can, you can. Today on the show, we are going to do a little bit of Man Up Monday action on top of that. We also will be able to do some important stuff. Uh, you can win surprises from us, courtesy of a little thing we call Pop Culture Smackdown and Bad Impressions over the course of the show today. Like I said, we'll get a breakdown about Big J's longest haul over the course of the show today. So it should be a pretty busy Monday, including some music for you this morning. Let's get started with some Soundgarden. This is Outshined. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by DB Supply. Right now, DB Supply can $100 off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU220 ITA generator. Whether you need power for a campout or just an extra source of power for your home, come grab yourself a Honda at DB Supply. Big J, the Federal Aviation Commission recently announced that they will not be creating an industrial ride rule about wearing face masks on airplanes. Stephen Dixon is the FAA administrator, and he made the statement to a Senate committee reporting saying that the CDC was the lead agency in charge of determining the safety precautions to slow or halt the spread of COVID-19, not the FAA. So as such, the FAA will leave the decision on whether or not crew members and passengers must wear masks to individual airlines. Now, many airlines have already enacted policies requiring face masks during flights, but there have been some claims from passengers that the rules are not being enforced. So you have that to deal with as well. And so... It's a face mask or not face mask world that we live in currently. And it's a very strange place to be in. Uh, but, uh, you know, planes, I don't know if things are starting to pick up on planes or not. Yes, they are. Uh, and I don't know how they're doing with the face mask ruling or enforcement. Um, I just know I don't want to get it on a plane anytime soon. I'll tell you that. Right now. In front of God and everybody. Uh, but uh, your decision is your decision, and that's what's happening currently. You may be required to wear face masks depending on what flight you book and what airline you're on, so you probably should be aware of that. 
American Webb Simpson won the RBC Heritage Golf Tournament on Sunday in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It's the PGA's second tournament back after a three-month break. Simpson won by one shot over Abraham Anser of Mexico, getting the 22-under win after a three-hour storm delay, too. So things went late into the afternoon on Sunday, but congratulations to Webb. Webb with two Bs, Big J. Webb Simpson. Double B. Webb. We didn't get a chance to talk about it on Friday, but we lost actor Ian Holm, probably best known as his role as Bilbo Baggins in Lord of the Rings, has passed away at the age of 88. Also featured in the fifth element, Big J, as we talked about off the year. Yeah. He was the priest. He died in the hospital on Friday after a battle with Parkinson's disease. Also uh, was Alien, Big J. He was an alien, Ash and Alien, if you remember him, all covered in goo. He was in that as well, Chariots of Fire, Hamlet, and uh, The Sweet Hair After, which he's fantastic in, by the way. Uh, he's got a bunch of kids who are uh, actors as well. And he's got another child that's a filmmaker who makes a bunch of movies and music videos. So a very, very entertainment industry steep family. So rest in peace to Ian Holm of the Lord of the Rings franchise. May a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest. Man Up Mondays on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and boy, this is a doozy, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, because uh, we uh, I've talked about it before. We have a wonderful landscaper. Uh, her name is Janet, and uh, she uh, comes and takes care of our lawn and our sprinklers and all that. And it had been a couple weeks because she was waiting on some repairs for some of her equipment, and so things were getting out of hand. But she finally got around and, and uh, started, you know, uh, doing uh, the thing that she does. And um, and so she was in the backyard, and, and she got uh, everything done. And, and I assumed at some point that she was done. And so we have this gate, Nick. And the gate hasn't really um, latched for quite some time because it's an older fence. And uh, the block that holds the the latch itself um, is is kind of falling apart. And and so uh, I, I had I had tried to fix it a couple times and only made it worse. So really, we just kind of use a, a bar to go through. Um, and, and so you, you can't unlatch it from the other side, right? Like a, like typical gates you come through, um, you would, there'd be a latch for you as a person to go through. Um, and, and that hasn't been the case. I've had, you've had to manually lock it, right? Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> I, I figure she's, she's done. And so I, you know, cause I'm going to put out the dog. I don't want wander around. Uh, I, I, I lock up the gate and then I'm hanging out, um, watching some TV and pretty soon I hear the garage door. Uh, open and she walks through the weed eater and goes through our dining room and she's more than welcome to hang out in the house by the way and and so she goes out the sliding glass door and I'm like oh man she wasn't done and I locked the gate and so I went out and I said hey I'm sorry I didn't know you were still here and she's like you know uh, I can fix that for you and I'm like no it'll it'll break I'm sure you know uh, she's like okay uh, do you have any screws and I'm like yeah the wood screws are right there because that's where my daughter was building the game stand. So, uh, boom, yeah, she goes and about uh, five seconds later fixes it. Seems to work just fine. How long was the gate damaged? Uh, oh, it's been, you know, damaged like years. Before, well, yeah, but when was the last time you fixed it, I guess, is my question. Oh, it's probably been about a year. Okay, so it's been so. busted up for a year. And in five seconds, this lady has fixed your fence. Yeah. Uh, and is it still functioning fine? It seems to be, yeah. All right. I mean, you go in and out of there a whole bunch? No, no, but I mean, you know, I mean, it should be the kind of thing where uh, as a 
uh, you know, it, it as a functional, looks like a nice home kind of thing. Stuff should work. No, no, no. I, I was so, just wondering if, it, if the reason why it's it's been uh, a rough go is because it is used so heavily, but it just sounds like you just put it together. Honestly, it. it's old, and, and it, it's really worn. Um, I mean, I really want to replace our fence, but that's the thing. We've got two different neighbors on the side of the fence, right? There's a backside, and then to the... You know, to the north of us is another neighbor. So there's a lot that goes involved with that. Well, here's what I've learned. Would you like some advice? Yeah. The uh, what I have learned is uh, whichever way the actual wood part is facing, like if the if the long side of the wood, like the smooth side of the wood, is facing your yard, that's your fence, and you are responsible for it. If it's the other way, and you've got the back side of the planks, it's your neighbor's fence, and therefore they are responsible for replacing. So the back side, if it's facing us. You, yes, that means it's their fence, and it is not your responsibility. Or you can, if you want to, if it's your idea that you want to replace it, you, they would have to be. Well, uh, you would have. To I would love to replace it. The wife probably has a different idea. So you may want to talk about that in your house before you go outside of your house. I suppose would be the next step. Uh, at least that was the advice that I was given. Look at you! You got man advice. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, 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 just so you know, it didn't come from me. Uh, this is advice that was passed on from me. I do not know anything about that kind of stuff. But good luck in your <laughs> fence replacing, sir. Morning yeah. After with Nick and Big J. There's your Man Up Monday. Up Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by D&B Supply. Right now, D&B Supply get $100 American dollars off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU220 ITA generator. Whether you need a power for a camp out or just an extra source of power for your home, come grab a Honda at D&B Supply. Got a plan to go on a cruise this summer? <laughs> I don't know. Who does, man? As Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend. As major cruise lines announced over the weekend, they are voluntarily suspending all sailings from and to U.S. ports. They're not coming to America, my friend. All the way through the middle of September. And they may extend that if things continue to go up. Cruise Lines International Association, which I will herefore refer to as the CLIA, Big J, which includes Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Disney Cruise Lines, in other words, the three biggest cruise lines in the entire world, among dozens of other major lines, announced Friday that the ocean-going ships in the members' fleets will extend the pauses on their operations until at least September 15th in response to the pandemic. The CLIA says the suspension applies to all cruise lines subject to the CDC's current no-sail order, which expires on July 24th. The group notes that every day of suspended operations in the U.S. results in a total loss of approximately $110 million in economic ad- uh, activity and up to 800 American jobs, so keep that in mind as well. But, I mean, this is this is the circle we've created for ourselves. Do you know what I mean? With, uh, with nothing coming in, we have an issue. Whereas people need to make money in order to pay rent and bills and get food for their families, right? Yep. We cannot do that unless businesses are open, unless there's some sort of plan in place. There is none. Therefore, the business is open. When the business is open, people get sick. And so it's a circle that we have created for ourselves that appears to be pretty significant and is not going away anytime soon. So uh, keep in mind that the the cruise lines were already floating petri dishes, as it were, and they had to shut things down, and now they're shutting them down through September. So that's the reality of the situation. If you had a cruise planned for 
July or August or heck, even September. It's probably not happening at this point, so you need to be aware of that. Big J, speaking of the coronavirus, a bunch of, uh, you know, training camps got hit with it over the weekend, baseball-wise, which, again, goes to show you that it may not be as easy as we all think just to start up sports again. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we, we think that the second that basketball says, okay, we're good to go, but there's a lot of testing that needs to be done, and the second anybody in that bubble tests positive, they got to shut it down. And you still don't know what's going to happen with baseball, but a bunch of uh, spring training facilities had to shut down over the weekend because of positive cases with some staff members. And so it's just, it's looking more and more sketchy that we're going to have sports anytime soon that's not an individual sport. Do you know what I mean? The golfs, the NASCARs, the stuff where you can isolate yourselves and you're just doing things by yourself. Non-contact. That's one thing. But when you're doing a team-related thing and you have to be around a bunch of other people at once... It's just rough trade right now. So don't hold your breath. And then, you know, you have the positive tests in the Cowboys camps. I mean, football hasn't even started, Big J. It's already been impacted. Just get ready is all I'm trying to say. How does it feel to be a trendsetter, Big J? I don't know. It depends on the trend, I guess. Uh, the trend is we, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Danny Glazer of the Knitting Factory on to talk a little bit about the NIVA proposal, which is the National Independent Venue Associations, that are looking for a little bit of help from the government in order to keep their concert venues open. We encourage you to go to the website and really fill out a form letter that takes all of 10 seconds to do so that it goes to the congressperson in your particular district and lets them know that this is important to you as a constituent, and hopefully it puts a little bit higher up on their priority level. Well, now a bunch of rock stars are jumping on board. Dave Grohl, Ozzy Osbourne, Trent Reznor, Robert Plant, Neil Young, Shinedown, Billy Joel, Alterbridge, Hailstorm, Ministry, Motionless and White, Alice Cooper, and a whole bunch of others have jumped on board in order to help save more than a thousand independent music venues in the United States, including the Knitting Factory right here in our own backyard that's facing permanent closure because of the coronavirus. An excerpt from the letter said, We are asking you to support Niva's request for assistance to these beloved venues so when they reopen, it's safe and they can welcome the bands and the fans back in. The collapse of this crucial element in the music industry's ecosystem will be devastating not only to the local economy, but the greater economy of the United States as well. Taylor Hawkins is the drummer for the Foo Fighters, and he told us a while back that he loves doing small shows with a band like the Foo Fighters, or some of his favorites, as a matter of fact. I really enjoyed it. I love playing in clubs, and I love doing stuff like that. I, I really do, and I always will. And I don't know if it's because it kind of takes me back to my you know, my youth, kind of, you know, being in my teens and playing in people's garages. It's the same as I did when I was 16, you know. Earlier in the month, Niva conducted a survey that found that nearly all of independent music venues may be forced to close their doors for good because of the coronavirus van- pandemic. The uh, Senate has shown no appetite for any federal assistance of any kind to any kind of independent venue, despite be continue to be impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, which is why this is a thing and why they're encouraging people to uh, jump on their website and make sure they write their senators. And you and I both did it and it didn't take very long and not a whole lot of effort either, did it? Yeah. So uh, maybe, you know, take a little bit of your time and check it out for yourself. It's uh, niva.org where you can go to, you fill out your information and it auto generates where that stuff needs to go. And you just hit send and off it goes and hopefully makes a little bit of a difference to not only the venues here, but across the country as well. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks.
Big J, we are going to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. Florida. And it's a story, if I guess, the ultimate foreshadowing. Oh, no. It's a story of Justin Couch. Justin Couch is 25. And he is in jail as we speak on Central Florida's Gulf Coast because aggravated battery. Oh, no. He has been accused of a machete attack. You understand? A machete? Yeah, apparently he was having a get-together at his home on uh, this weekend or on a weekend, uh, according to Florida protocol. And he got into an argument with some rando that he didn't even know. And apparently the argument was inside, and he was like, Get out of my house, bro. And the other guy's like, bro, all right, fine. And then they got out of the house, and then for some reason, he made his way back inside. Next thing you know, oh, that's what it was. He wanted to catch, he wanted to get his uh, wallet and his cell phone, which he left inside the house. So he went inside the house to get it. But uh, he would not, Couch would not refuse to let the guy back in, which resulted in an argument outside. And that is when Justin decided to pick up a machete and uh, threaten the gentleman. And he told Damn. the victim, quote, there's nothing for here for you. Leave. The victim insisted that he go back inside to get his wallet and his phone, which I'm not sure why either of those things would ever leave your person in a party atmosphere, right? Yeah, that would you, you want them just hanging out. I mean, why would those be? Why would you leave your wallet and phone someplace else when you're at a party? Either way, uh, Couch is alleged to have hit the victim with a machete on his arm and his leg with the blade. That's never good. He then apparently swung the machete at the victim's face, and in order to block the strike, the victim placed his left arm in front of his face, Ah, and then that's when the forearm was struck with the blade of the machete. The victim then passed out because he lost a whole bunch of blood. Victims told deputies that Couch later took him to a friend's house, and that other friend brought him to the hospital. He uh, is uh, okay. He's uh, still got some issues, like he can't feel his left arm. That's not good. Because machete used to do some damage, Big J. Yeah, should ask Danny Trejo. But what makes this whole thing interesting is the guy that did attack this dude with the machete allegedly has a machete tattoo on his damn face. He's got like what? a tattoo on his face of a machete right underneath his eye. Yeah, on his face. So I don't know if that makes him Machete Man. That or makes him the real life machete. If he has done this before, which is, or he thought about attacking somebody with a machete, or machete's his weapon of choice, I'm not sure. All right, let's get Robert Rodriguez on the phone. Let's figure this out. <laughs> well, either way, Danny Trejo did it first. That much is certain. Well, we don't know. Maybe this guy was the inspiration for the character. Well, he's only 25, and the first machete is, uh, what, nine years old? So he'd have to take get in this tattoo at, at 14 for that to be the case. Yeah, so? And I'm not buying that. You may want to sell it. I know it's Florida and everything, but I'm not buying 14-year-old with a machete tattoo under his eye. It's a weird thing to put on your face. Right. I mean, it's weird to put stuff on your face. But Also uh, weird to then live up to whatever you put on your face. One day, I'm going to chop somebody up with my machete. And I guess, I mean, got to say you've been warned, right? If a guy's got a machete on your face, you gotta, you got to think, well, it's got to be there for a reason, doesn't it? Nobody just gets a machete tattooed on I've been face. waiting for a reason, and now I've got it. <laughs> Finally. Give me back my stuff. God has granted me with a reason of which my machete-donned face has been given to me. And so he lived up to it. Now he's in jail, of course, and probably will be for a fairly long time because you can't just start chopping up people's arms and legs. 
regardless of whether or not you wanted them out of your house. You understand, Big J? Yeah. So, there's that. But then again, he tried to tell us. Morning After with Nick and Big J, recap of the longest haul next on the X-Rocks. It's Pearl Jam's Corduroy. It's the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on the X-Rocks. Saturday was a big day for Radio's Big J. It was all about fundraising. He had a little bit of fun while he was doing it. It was called the Longest Haul. Big J, tell us all about it, please. Yeah, first and foremost, almost a six-hour stream on the Morning After Facebook page. So it was a haul, man. And uh, it was filled with a lot of guests uh, that uh, that we had. Uh, most of those uh, pre-recorded interviews that I had with uh, Brent Smith from Shinedown, Rick DeGees from Adelita's Way. Um, had Chris uh, Bishop from Crobot. Also talked to David Wilson. He's a chairman of the board for the uh, Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. And then we had Mixie and Merritt from Stitched Up Heart. Uh, they, we did uh, that interview live during the stream, which was a lot of fun. And, and uh, he shared an amazing story. Uh, difficult story, too, because as it was uh, you know coming up Father's Day weekend, uh, he lost his father a year ago to Alzheimer's. And so him and Mixie shared, uh, shared that and a lot of about his father and just you know uh, how, how Alzheimer's kind of you know will sneak up on somebody and uh, the stuff that you go through trying to figure it all out so it was kind of emotional um, we saw our buddy Alan who who uh, was a resident here in the Treasure Drive for many years who uh, was a, par- a part of the uh, listenership of the station and he's now their driver yeah. for when they go on tour and it lives with a band so uh, he was a part of that as well and um, uh, you know had 25 30 donations raised about uh, just over 1500 bucks so uh, it was amazing man and the stream went out off pretty much without without a hitch uh, except for near the end I had some uh, some technical issues but nothing too big and where did the haul take you tell us about the oh it was here it does, that doesn't the, the, that part doesn't necessarily uh, I actually as far as the driving goes didn't get to do a whole lot I mean when you put it you know those interviews were 15 to half hour a pop Um and so I uh, just pretty much wanted to be familiar. So it had uh, started out in the garage in Ontario, Oregon. They have Ontario, Oregon on there. They, I was hoping they would release Idaho. They haven't done that yet. Next time, I'm sure uh, we'll, we'll be able to feature Idaho a lot more. But First uh, stop, so, dispensary. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, they have my garage. It's right there by the dispensary. <laughs> um, and so we went, uh, I think, to uh, to Utah and back up to Ontario. So we really didn't get travel very far distance-wise because of uh, the interviews. But, you know, that part, I mean, it looked great. It was a lot of fun. You can check it out still. You can go watch the video. It's on the Morning After's Facebook page if you want to see what it looked like. And I tell you what, man, there were some hilarious moments because, you know, I, I've, of course, Adam really introduced us to this whole streaming thing uh, as he's been, you know, covering esports for a long time. And, and I watched some streamers. And I'm going to tell you what, they make it look so easy. It's kind of probably like somebody who would want to try to do radio and come in here and try to do it. And, and we can make it look easy, but it's not. And just like those guys, uh, they're playing games and they're doing a lot of things like reading the chat and responding to people. And there were some massive vehicle accidents. Because, because you were because of that, I'm telling you, I was running over cars, uh, you know, and it was just it, so there was some hilarious moments where, and I just started cracking up because you know I had three monitors set up and I would look over and I would be reading the chat and then I next thing you know <laughs> I just ran over somebody and uh, it was it, quite the entertainment right there. Uh, I know the video is still up. Can you also still donate? Is there a uh, finite amount of time that you can do that? 
Uh, you know, I think you can still donate. Yeah, if you really want to, uh, if you go to the uh, Morning After Facebook page, uh, right in the description of the video, there's a, a link there. Um, and that was another kind of thing where, I, as I'm learning, and I'm planning on doing this again next year to some degree, maybe even bigger, but uh, finding a simpler way for people just to, you know, hit a button. Um, but, you know, using uh, the Facebook Live versus doing it on Twitch, um, there's some challenges there uh, to make it easier for more people to see. Obviously, more people are going to be on Facebook than on Twitch, but Twitch has integrated things to make that easier to do things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see if we can work something out next year. But yes, you could still go and donate if you would love to. The goal was $5,000. I didn't really think we'd get close to that, but uh, I, I couldn't believe how quickly we got up there. Uh, $1,500. I was, I was really, really stoked and uh, happy to see that. So, do yourself a favor, check out the Morning After Facebook page. You can see the full video of all the fun. And when you you know watch the stream, if you want to, you can see all the, the chat come up and, and the interviews are all there. And then at some point this week, I'll have um, a blog up on xrock.com that I'll, I'll put the stream link in there so you can see the whole stream if you want, but have also videos of all the interviews we did. It's all going to be up in there, and uh, your donation would be appreciated as well. So check it out while you can. It's up on the Morning After Facebook page right now. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by DMB Supply. Right now at DMB Supply, get $100 off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU220 ITA generator. When you need a power for a campout or just an extra source of power for your home, come grab a Honda at DMB Supply. They'll get you good to go. Big J, Sunday, yesterday, marked a hundred days since the first case of COVID-19 had been spotted here in the Treasure Valley. Friday marked a hundred days since the World Health Organization declared a global pandemic. So, the question becomes, since that's happened, how have you been spending your money, Big J? Uh, carelessly. On things like what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, nothing really has never really changed a whole lot. Everything's been doing. pretty much straightforward for you, as it was, business as usual. Yeah. An analysis of Nielsen finds that uh, recently grocery store sales have dropped. Of course, they spiked pretty heavily in April when this first thing started. That's when. Uh, remember when the most important thing going on was we were joking about toilet paper being uh, short. Yeah. That was. Uh, it wasn't it seems, a joke. It seems like it was. Uh, five years ago, but it was actually just a couple months ago. It's been a, it's been a ago. long hundred days, bro. Uh, also, some people have found the time and money to upgrade their wardrobe. Sales for clothes has soared 188% at clothing stores. Outside of a couple of hats, Big J, any new clothes in the wardrobe? Yeah. What'd you buy? Uh, I bought a bunch of summer shorts. See, there you go. You have bought something, and that's out of the ordinary. But no, it, it wouldn't have been out of the ordinary. It was spring. It you buy shorts of, every year? Yeah. Wow. Really? Every year? Yeah. Home furnishing sales have climbed 90%. Any new home furnishings around the house? Uh, well, except for the... The family went Ikea shopping, right? Uh, yeah, but we didn't. That was the kid. She bought all her own stuff. Stores started selling books and music and sporting goods saw an 88% increase and in after slumping sales in March and April. At the same time, many people are merely trying to keep their heads above water. 30% uh, of people say uh, they're just trying to pay bills. And that's what they're spending their money on, as per usual. So there's that as well. It's nice if you've got a little extra to go around, but most people are just trying to make it to the next month, if you understand. Big J is expecting today that Dak Prescott will sign his uh, tenure with the Cowboys, his one-year $31 million contract, and hang around for the years so the Cowboys will have their quarterback. Speaking of the Cowboys, 
Uh, Jamal Adams, the safety for the New York Jets, isn't happy and looks to be trying to get to the Cowboys in a trade deal. Does your gut say that trade will go through? I have no idea. He's been he's been complaining for I mean he's barely been there in New York. Yeah, but uh, you know he is pretty good and they are pretty bad. And so you can understand why a gentleman would want to get the hell out of a franchise that isn't going anywhere. He yet. really wants to go to Dallas. He's from Dallas, so yeah, it makes sense. He's also got like seven other teams on his list of places he'd be okay with going. All of them playoff teams, of course. Well, yeah. Why would you want to go to another loser team? We'll see if it ends up happening. Well, I mean, if he's if he's that upset about what appears to be money, then it shouldn't matter where he goes as long as he gets paid. But that's where he wants to go. Jimmy Kimmel is taking a break from Jimmy Kimmel Live. The Late Night Host Show announced that Thursday's episode will be his last new show of the summer. Said he's taken off the summer to hang with his family. Uh, hard to believe, but Jimmy Kimmel Live has been on the TV for 18 years, my friend. Uh, 3,130 shows total. And his family's healthy. He's healthy. He just wanted a little bit of time off. He's had some time off before. Uh, mostly two weeks. This one's a couple months, however. Uh, last time he went off on some uh, some vacation, Jennifer Lawrence, Channing Tatum, Dave Grohl all filled in for Kimmel when he's been on break. So we'll see what happens this time around. It is said that he will have the Jimmy Kimmel Live will have new episodes just with guest hosts, but they haven't announced any of their guest hosts. If they come calling, Big J, would you take the gig? Oh, yeah. Leave you right in the dust, That's pal. cool. I'm all for that. And I would uh, demand to be able to do both. <laughs> I mean, they tape Kimmel in the, the daytime, so... It's very true. Uh, Kimmel's usually done by about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, as a matter of fact. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and for up for grabs here, we have a Morning After Care Package, in which we have a X-Rock 25th Anniversary Limited Edition sticker hooked you up with, and an X-Face covering that you might need if you're going out there in public. We'll, we'll do that if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. Prizes will be mailed out to you. You don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home in order to collect this prize package. That's how we're rolling these days. So if you want one of these, it's time to get on the horn. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown, that's what you can do. Let's hit up the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. This MTV VJ hosted Total Re- Request Live and eventually got his own late night talk show. Carson Daly. That right. is correct. Nick Bruce Campbell, it's his birthday today, yeah. also coming to the Treasure Valley here pretty, pretty soon, starred in this TV series in the 90s, which was intended to capture the spirit of the Indiana Jones movies. A fantastic television series called Briscoe County Jr. There you go. Right. Correct. Uh, WWF legend Captain Lou Albano was featured in the video of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which 80s pop star sang it. Cindy Lauper. Right. Correct. Nick, before becoming an actor and country singing legend, this highwayman was a captain in the U.S. Army and flew helicopters. Oh, geez. Um, well, I know of the highwaymen, so I've got a couple of choices. I'm going to say Chris Christopherson. That is correct. Right. That is correct. Good job. In Apocalypse Now, Robert Duvall says, I love the smell of what in the morning? Napalm. Right. It's the smell of victory. Uh, Nick, who did Forbes name the youngest self-made billionaire ever in 2019? Zuckerberg? It is not Zuckerberg. Wrong. Michael, do you know? Of course he wouldn't. 
Chloe Kardashian. No, you're really close, though. Kylie Wrong. Jenner. Right. There you go. The part of the Kardashian oh. family. Close enough. Uh, and good enough to win. <laughs> so congratulations, Michael. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. And make sure you're all set with that. That's your pop culture smackdown. We will do a run of headlines. That's all happening next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Headlines are brought to you by the good people of the TDS Fiber. Don't forget, you can always text us on the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber is your new choice for lightning fast internet, TV, and phone. Headlines are as follows. Big J, okay, I guess. This is just rude, and how say you? This is just rude. Recently, a man forced his way into a vehicle, sitting on the 66-year-old woman that was originally driving, and then led officers on a car chase that began in New Jersey and ended in Dan, Pennsylvania. Police say it all started when a 31-year-old named Thomas Dimeck was soliciting money at a CVS parking lot in New Jersey. He reportedly got upset when the 66-year-old driver in her running vehicle handed him a dollar, so he forced his way into the car and then drove out of the parking lot, all while sitting on the lap of the driver. Following a chase, the vehicle became disabled near Lincoln Highway in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Police then arrested Dimeck as he attempted to flee on foot. He faces criminal and motor vehicle charges. The woman did not suffer any injuries, thank goodness. But that feels like it's a long time to have somebody in your lap driving your car, right? Yeah. Certainly a stranger. Lap driving. And, like, I mean, there's got to be some significant space there, you know what I mean? Between the wheel and the the lap in order to squeeze in another person. That ain't happening in my car. (laughs) So be it. Good luck trying to do that. Okay, I guess, or how say you? How say you? The controversy over Christopher Columbus continues in Columbus, Ohio. And so that has led to a petition calling for the city to be renamed Flavortown, Big J. Well, there goes bad impressions. So long, bad impressions. We hardly knew ye. In honor of Guy Fieri, the city announced that the statue of Columbus outside City Hall will be removed. And officials are asking the Arts Commission to consider changes to the city's seal, flag, and other symbols. The Change.org petition petition calls for the city to go a step further by changing its name to Flavortown in celebration of the city's culinary bona fides and one of the most famous natives. Fieti was born in Columbus before becoming a celebrity in the world of food and then kind of making his fortune out in California. But the petition has amassed more than 7,800 signatures as of Friday. Would you be okay with, let's say, you know, Sonic Temple Festival taking place in Flavortown, Ohio? Sure. I guess the real question is, would Guy Fieri be yeah, okay with Yeah, how does Guy feel about that? Because I, I, I don't think that they, the family lived there very long after he was born. Well, so. I, I, not only that, but also, like, I'm almost 100% positive he has copied, trademarked that phrase, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so you'd have to get him to sign off on it. You would have to be like, okay, I, I accept this. But then again, what other, I mean, can you think of a more permanent way to immortalize yourself in the eyes of a, I mean, it's Columbus isn't a small podunk town. You know what right. I mean? Oh, no, no, you're right. But here's another thing. As, as awesome as Guy Fieri is, and as much good as he does, I mean, you know, we don't know the heart, his heart. You know, we don't want to start the whole thing all over again, right? <laughs> You're saying that one day we may be tearing down statues of Guy Fieri. Yeah, we would have to change Flavortown if something happened. I mean, I God forbid. It's just, let's think about this a little bit. Were you thinking that maybe the smart play is to stop naming our towns after people? Yes, and stop erecting statues to, to anybody. Well, then again, there is no uh, no real petition for a statue of Guy Fieri, merely the change of the name well, of the town. But the, the, the thing that you say still holds you know, yeah, it's true. We don't know. And we may never know. Pretty sure. <laughs> but 
Right. I'm sure they said the same thing about Columbus back in 1780. Yeah, oh, he's such a great guy. So, wrap it up with, okay, I guess. This story raises so many questions, but a driver in Woodstock, Canada was pulled over last week after police spotted him towing a tot tub behind his 1990s Porsche 968 sports car with a homemade wooden rig. The tub was sitting on its side on top of a dolly, which attached to beams that were strapped to the inside of the car, which had the hatchback held partially open by the framework of roughly cut wood. Uh, in other words, this guy had rigged up a really, really crappy trailer to tow a hot tub in the back of his Porsche. The 54-year-old driver was charged with careless driving and losing his load, which you can't do, Big J. You know that, courtesy yeah. of the, uh, the longest haul. But... Apparently, some stuff was falling off of the trailer that he had created as well. So it was bad all the way around from the word go. Porsche not the best thing to be towing anything with. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, it wasn't really designed to do that. Not sure it has the torque you're looking for, sir. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on pretty much everything. That is corn. Can you hear me here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks? We've talked about this a bunch not a lot of morning shows out there. There certainly isn't another morning show out there that talks more about sex robots than we do, Big J. We, yeah, we're your sex robot experts without ever having one. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I don't even think I would certainly say that statement as a source of pride as much as it's an indisputable fact. Oh, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I mean, it's not like I'm like, yay, let's wave that banner. But my, it's true. We my do. Bad. I know you do. But that's okay. Uh, but I think after doing uh, some research, and I have an update on sex robots, if that's okay. Oh. Uh, according to at least the good people over at Sex Doll Genie, uh, they have found the most human-like sex robot on the market. And apparently, according to the, even the reviews, it's, quote, eerily realistic. It is put together by Gynoid. I'll let you figure out how that came together <laughs> uh but it, it can blink it can smile it can moan it can get goosebumps and it can hold a conversation with you big j damn and apparently it's been flying off the shelves since the coronavirus struck the dolls are put together by a husband and wife team at gynoid and even according to the owner sometimes it freaks them out how human they look since the pandemic, the florida-based company because of course it's in florida yeah so orders spike by more than 51 percent during February and March, when the lockdown started to begin in the U.S. and other countries. Uh, their market is the most realistic on the market. They say that 90% of sex is in the mind. Big J, do you agree with that statement? Uh, maybe not with the 90% part, but yeah. <laughs> More uh, mind over matter. Yeah, would you agree with that statement then? Sure. When the doll that you're making love to looks so real, and it does make sex more pleasurable, according to the website, and gratifying. Jesus. The high-end dolls come complete with a full body. <laughs> and are equipped with artificial intelligence. They started around $6,000, but can go as high as $8,000. Each one of them is handmade. And if you look at the video that they have on the website, apparently you can see the veins and the arms and the chest. Ooh. It's pretty crazy. Uh, and so uh, even the owner says, quote, I have some videos of a recent order, and you can see these videos, and you think, man, she could just blink any second now. It looks that real. And some of them now do blink. So apparently there is a new realistic sex robot on the market. If you've got six to eight thousand dollars, I still don't get it. I'm proud to say I probably never will. But well, you certainly don't have the money for it. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. And if I did have eight grand sitting around, I'm not sure I'd spend it on a sex robot. 
But, I mean, do you need one that gets goosebumps? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. That seems, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the what the market would be, why somebody would go, yeah, I like my sex robot. It's just not real enough. It needs to get goosebumps. Finally, I found it. Yeah, can we get, like, in the user reviews, <laughs> they write down, I uh, would like to have goosebumps. Please, goosebumps. Maybe, maybe some hair standing up on end. And a conversation. So there's that, too. So if you, it's basically please, like... Please make her sound like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> then her. So it's there. A sex doll genie and gynoid is what you're looking for. Genie in a bottle, baby. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're next on the X Rocks. On 100.3, the X. Yeah, we'll get you set up with the Morning After Care Package. It includes an X Rocks 25th Anniversary Special Edition sticker. We'll also get you an X face covering uh, to help you keep safe when you go out and about. If you can figure out bad impressions. These prizes would be mailed to you if you'd like to play. Get on the phone, 208-287-1003. Here's how Bad Impressions works. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out that famous person in the three clues or less, you have got a prize coming your way. Here's the only thing I know. It's not Guy Fieri. Is that correct? It is not Guy Fieri. All right, so you have one person eliminated from the possibilities. Good morning, the X. What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Brent. All right, Brent, you're up first. Good luck. I do a lot of voice work in the movie and TV world, including voicing the Joker in the DC animation movies. Thanks, guys. My popularity skyrocketed again in 2015 when The Force Awakens came out. Uh, next one, bro. I will never play Luke Skywalker again. Uh, Mike uh, Hamill, what the hell is his name? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. We'll Mark. take it, Brent. Mark Hamill, congratulations. Hang on one second. We'll get that prize shipped out to you. Why is Mark Hamill in the news? Uh, good old uh, Mr. Hamill, uh, because he, uh, as uh, the uh, the last episode of The Gallery came out uh, talking about The Mandalorian, the behind-the-scenes uh, of creating that, um, he had a, a, a small role as a voice of one of the droids on uh, in the cantina at Tatooine, Nick. And it, it appears that he's actually had a secret role in almost all of the movies except for the prequels uh he tweeted out now that the mandalorian secret is out might as well reveal i am vocally represented in all star wars films except the prequels thanks to uh math wood for using me in rogue one solo and the sequels so i do have lines uh so i do have lines in episode eight uh, hint, look for the parts played by Patrick Williams. Interesting. Well, we did... Uh, I thought that story came out. That, uh, well, not episode 8, episode 9, right? Or 7? Yeah, 9, the last one, because he was in 8, for sure. That's the one that he... You know, the death of Luke Skywalker, if you will. He's saying 7 here, so... Well, 7 was the New Hope, which he also was in at the very end. No, episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, oh episode 8, I see. I see. The, not, not episode confusion. 8 of the Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My apologies. Yeah, it's My okay. Apologies. Uh, but yes, uh, it's good because he he has been firmly rooted in that series as well. He should be, yes, Big J. Yeah. So, do you, have you watched all of that uh, gallery? No, stuff? no, I, I I didn't. I haven't had gotten around to all of it yet. Have you watched it? You watched a couple episodes. Yeah, right? the first few. And it's very uh, enlightening. And you like it? Yeah. And there's eight total. I don't know how many episodes there are. There are eight episodes total in the Mandalorian. Right. Right. But did they do one for each episode? At least was it corresponding that way to you? The ones, I don't that, think the couple so. that you watched. 
wasn't a behind the scenes of each episode as it went. No, no, it was not. Either way, that's up on Disney Plus, and so was The Mandalorian. If you haven't watched that, you should. If you're a Star Wars fan, it certainly is very, very good. I'm not sure how you missed it at this point, but morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up this thing we call the show here next on the X Rock. That's the Who. Jacoby Shaddix is along for the ride. There, song is called Wolf Totem. That's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. There goes the birdie, Big J. Say goodbye to it. <laughs> Bye. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. We did a Man Up Monday in which a uh, <laughs> a landscaper just fixed the fence because she was sick of having to deal with it. And uh, Big J <laughs> pointed where the screws were. Yeah, they're right there. That was that was how you helped. Which was a very nice job. We also got people back on the winning wagon to win some uh, care packages from the X. It'll be mailed out to you. Hopefully you enjoyed that. We got a uh, sex robot doll update, which is everything you need to know about that kind of stuff. So it, I all things considered a pretty busy Monday. Don't, don't forget we recapped the Longest Hall. I won't forget. Longest Hall, it's still up on Morning After's Facebook page. If you want to check out the six-hour broadcast that Big J did trying to raise some money for the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho, you certainly can do that. I expect to see you watching some of that in your office today. Uh, I will. Yeah, i got to carve out some time, but I'm going to make that happen for you, man. <laughs> you don't have to. I will. I want to. I'm sorry. I told you when you texted me. I was sorry that I missed it. But uh, when I have the kids, like uh, the, the, yeah. the phone is used as a communication device for the nonverbal one. And so I am away from all technology in that way. So uh, we are trying our best, but I get to miss out on stuff like that. So I was there in spirit, however, much like that bird at the end of the song. That was me over your shoulder on Saturday as you did your live broadcast. Listen, I know you've been there while I've been driving. (laughs) That's true. I really did a couple long hauls with you, so uh, to be fair. And he's been there for me running over things. That's also true. Uh, next set of X Rockers brought to you by Team Oz, the Subaru, and GoTeamSaveMoney.com. That's a website to get started for your next new or used car adventure. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, man, make sure you use hand sanitizer on an everyday times 10 basis like I'm doing right now. Yeah, uh, this is the first time you've brought it your own into the studio. What has changed your heart? Uh, nothing. Nothing? Well, I mean, something must have. You, you've you been coming in here every day and not brought your own hands in. Okay. All right. So here it is. All right. I haven't been feeling good. No, I'm just kidding. That's, uh, I, I did the live broadcast uh, this weekend out at uh, the Indian Creek Plaza, Nick. And yeah. there was a lot of people out there. And so uh, I thought, you know, I should probably just you know, do my best to keep my distance from you. And a little extra hand sanitizer action, and, and you know, it gets, if I want to use hand sanitizer in the studio, I got to walk over there yeah. next to you. So I appreciate I was you like, keeping your distance. And this is the stuff uh, we we get from home. So very nice. It looks uh, good. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it smells uh, it smells nice. Nice cherry smell. Uh, yeah, but this is it's a little more it's a little different than that hand sanitizer. It's but. not as viscous. I can tell by just looking at. it. Yeah, it's uh, picked that up at. Uh, Sally's. But it gets the job done? Yep. Beautiful. And you feel clean? Yeah. You feel healthy? I, I've been, uh, I, I actually drank a little bit of it just to clean up the insides. That's not a good idea, ladies and gentlemen. Please do not ever do that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Jason Drew's next on the X Rocks. <laughs>